Everyday, ordinary people living extraordinary lives. For the next few minutes, join me as I introduce you to some of them. The neighborhood is a group of people that live in the same place. A community is a group of people that work together. I'm B. Moore, and welcome to 52 Conversations. Food is a basic human necessity, but for many in Syracuse, food accessibility is difficult. While there are a number of efforts addressing the problem, let me introduce you to one young woman who is trying to tie food with another human need, community. My name is Brandy Marie Woolridge, and I am the general manager at the Eat to Live Food Cooperative located on the south side of Syracuse. Uh, we are a community-owned grocery store, and our mission is to empower and encourage the community through offering a much-needed resource in a very under-resourced community, as well as offering healthier food choices. That's me. Well, thank you for joining me today, and I'm going to start this conversation off talking a little bit about the food co-op. So, tell me about how you got involved in food cooperatives in your life. Um, well, the co-op is the first cooperative I've ever been a part of. I actually, I've heard of like the most kind of type of cooperative that I ever was familiar with and hearing about is something called an artist co-op where I know that um, artists come together, they pull their resources and finances together to um, have their own studio if they're, you know, solo and they don't have sponsors. It was about in um, 2011 when I moved here to Syracuse and I was working as a waitress at the Thomas's Soul Food Kitchen, which is in the building that's right next door to where we are here at the cooperative. Um, and um, this was just a lot and I saw them, you know, doing construction and building a building and, you know, through all the uh, local regulars that would come into the store um, and, you know, overhearing that they were building a grocery store. They thought it was, you know, there was a lot of speculation on what they were building and then um, when it was done and up, I learned it's a grocery store and that, um, it's a cooperative, meaning that it was established, it has been established by um, just members of the neighborhood, members of the community that have paid a $100 investment to um, get the resources um, needed to get this um, organization up and running. Um, this idea um, actually was sparked about 10 years ago through the members on the Southside Coalition. Um, and this was a project that they have been working on to manifest and make happen over um, the past 10 years. Um, I, um, in 2013, when the store originally opened, I worked here part-time as a cashier. Um, and then in December of 2013, the store um, shut its doors for an undisclosed period of time so that, you know, the um, board of directors and the members could um, sit down and reevaluate exactly how they were going to move forward because they encountered um, some unexpected obstacles or what have you. But we're talking about um, persons who uh, not 
all involved necessarily had the experience or the knowledge of opening a grocery store, starting a grocery store. There were a variety of business owners and um, politicians and community leaders that have been and are involved in this project, but running a specific business in a specific in a unique market such as the South Side um, has some challenges that comes along with them. So it has definitely been a learning experience for all involved as um, we're learning more every day and what I find great about that is that everybody is willing to learn because they're in it for the mission, they're in it for, they have a passion and a desire to want to meet a need. They see a need that needs to be met and I think especially in this day and age it's really important that us as a people look to each other to provide the resources and the necessities that um, are required for us to not just survive and live but to thrive as well um, and in the fall of 2015 when after having served as a secretary on the board of directors myself for almost a year the um, position of assistant general manager um, became available and although um, I knew that uh, it was a big task that I was taking on and I knew that I didn't know exactly how big or detailed or involved it was going to be. I just wanted to be able to um, be a part of this collective of community and wisdom and leadership and so that I could learn and be able to give whatever gifts or whatever I have to offer to help get this um, project and see this this you know organization move forward so for me it's been a really humbling honor to have this opportunity um, because I have a past very similar to a lot of us here that live on the south side um, I've been in I've been a single mother um, I've been on welfare um, I've been in uh, shelters and programs you know I have been there in my journey to this point so to be able to come through all that and come from that and have this opportunity um, to um, give back um, for all the stuff that had been given to me over the years I mean I think it's just like it's really humbling it's totally awesome to me it's mind-blowing like I still pinch myself <laughs> Well, I just want to say that I think it's wonderful that you um, have your own experience that you're able to draw upon and that you're able to incorporate in terms of your leadership of the food co-op here. Tell me a little bit about your impressions of this neighborhood. You've talked about some of your experiences and how that's reflective of some of the you know, individuals that you've come into, but just talk about the South Side in general and what your observations have been. Uh, well, ooh, the pressures, wow. Um, I could go through a list of everything that I see wrong in quotes um, with the South Side, but it all ultimately culminates to one point for me, and that's what I, the biggest pressure I see or I feel 
is the pressure of a neighborhood and not a community. And for me, there's a difference between the two. A neighborhood is a group of people that live in the same place. A community is a group of people that work together, that have a common interest, that have common goals, that have like minds or similar minds to establish themselves, to, to, to have a place that's home, to put their mark, leave their mark in the world on, you know, that we were here. We are here. Um, and so to me, that's the difference between um, a neighborhood and a community. And some of the ways that I uh, work to battle that, if you will, is um, our staff is consistent, consists of people that um, live here in the community and have lived here in the community. I live here in, on the south side as well. I have um, since I moved here in 2011. And uh, we know each other. We know each other. You know, so we know each other's families, um, and we work as a team. You have a concept of the neighborhood, but now you're trying to change that from a concept of the neighborhood to a community concept. So, how do you promote that in in this particular neighborhood, in the South Side neighborhood? How do you encourage that? that uh, shift in mindset maybe for some? As far as encouraging membership, I've been just kind of gap, like paying attention and I just, I've just been taking note of uh, the, with the members that I have had the opportunity to speak with and talk to um, and hear um, their opinions. And I take note of those. I also take note of the regular customers that we have that are not members. Um, I'm always talking with them and trying to encourage them to become members um, because we have, it's a one-time investment of $100, which really, I know sometimes people think about that, it's like, oh my gosh, that's a lot of money, but when we think about the amount of money that we as people spend on things other than necessities, we have $100, and then even with that, it's here at Eat to Live, we also offer installment plans where a person can pay $10 a month or they can pay $20 a month to they get to that 100 and become a member owner. And I try to explain to prospective members, and this is where um, I can see sometimes where I lose them, is when I talk about being on the board of directors and voting for the members on the board of directors. Because the general look that I seem to get from them is like the same kind of look I get from staff when, okay, they just banged out a whole bunch of stuff and I'm like, okay, and here's one more thing. And they're just smiling and they're like, okay. As I know that look. I give that look all oh, like something else. All right, I got it. I'm not gonna die. I won't cry. I promise. <laughs> um, I'm not surprised by that look. If this was a community, if we were an established community, that look would surprise me. Oh, I have to do work in order to get something out of this. That's kind of, in, in essence, that what, that's what it is. You know, some people, it's because, you know, they're involved in so many other things, um, which is understandable, um, or they're a part of so many other things. Like I said, you know, and, and even in other things, like, you know, because I've been there myself, I've seen it, I've been around business, 
you know, I've kind of, you know, on the outskirts been able to, like, I've been in a variety of situations where I see the, top, you know, things that are said, but there's not always a lot of follow-through, and I've seen that be a reoccurring theme when it comes to organizations or businesses within the black community. So, over the black neighborhood. Because in the community, like I said, there's a difference. So that's why when I see it, it doesn't surprise me. But it doesn't stop me either. You know, I don't, that every, like, you know, I have one gentleman, he comes in every day, Monday through Thursday, to get his lunch, to get a deli sandwich. And we have that conversation every day. And I get the look every day. But one day, he's, the light bulb is going to go off and, okay, where do I sign up? And as far as expressing or getting that idea of, you know, and reaching our goal and our mission statement, as far as like those strategies, um, like I said, summing up all that I've mentioned from, you know, how we handle customers, how we maintain the store, um, the type of workers that I have on my team, my work ethic, how um, I view things, Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. That's everything that I do whenever I'm doing something, whenever I'm faced with any kind of decision, whether what kind of bread do I get, who I order, the, when I'm doing my orders, every decision, every task that you know I'm faced with that I have to address, I that's always in the back of my mind. That be the change you want to see in the world. And there's another saying, and this is from a brother named Dr. Ray Hagens. I heard him say, but I know he got it from somebody else, but. The saying is, nobody cares how much you know until they know how much you care. So, I just try to operate from that place to the best of my ability. I don't always feel like it, you know. Well, not I can't say I don't always feel like it. It's not always easy because um, this is a business. And so, there's times where... Yeah, I'm faced with some situations where there have been times where I've had to let people go where I knew not having even this part-time job was going to make their lives so much harder. But you can bring a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. Like if certain, you know, protocols and things that, you know, are not adhered to, that is going to be bad for business. Tell me a little bit about your selection, what you have available in the store. Oh, um, well, in the store, we uh, have a nice variety of uh, number of departments. We have our produce department, which is something we take great care with um, because, uh, you know, our name is Eat to Live, and, you know, produce is a living thing. So um, we're constantly crisping, we're checking um, and inspecting um, our produce uh making sure we're offering the freshest products that we can within our means. And on our shelves, we have a variety of uh, sections, such as we have a Goya sections with um, canned beans, canned sauces, um, the common seasonings that, you know, um, we live in a ethnically diverse neighborhood. Uh, we have a variety of like ready-to-made foods such as like noodles and noodles, um, 
uh, beefaroni. Uh, we even have a, a Mexican-Asian section with some basic items in there. You know, we have cereals, coffee, some household products such as, um, you know, saran wrap, aluminum foil, paper plates, you know, laundry stuff. You know, we've got dairy, milk, cheese. We have a large variety in our refrigerated section. We carry Coca-Cola and um, Pepsi products. In our frozen food section, we have our frozen vegetables. We have a large um, portion of our frozen food section is just frozen vegetables because promoting those healthier options is a very big part of our mission. Even if, you know, when you have like two working parents in the household and you're trying to provide healthy meals for your family but you know you don't necessarily always have the physical energy or the time to you know be making Sunday dinner every single night. In our produce section we have an area called ready to cook which is where we cut up our uh, kale, our you know fresh leafy greens such as kale, spinach, collard greens, green beans, broccoli, because you know that takes out a lot of prepping time. You can just throw it in the pot, um, and as well as the frozen vegetables. You know, versus we do have things in some canned vegetables. We have a small area of those things. We have a cafe where we have, offer uh, Cafe Kubal Coffee, which is a local um, Syracuse coffee roaster. It's some of the best. We carry their most popular flavor, which is one of my favorites, the Brazil Magiana. You know, I do not start a day without my Cafe Kubal. Um, and in our cafe area, we um, have salads, uh, garden salad and Caesar salads made fresh daily. We also do New York deli style sandwiches made to order. Um, we slice our meats on the premise, so um, freshness is also something that's very important to us. Bringing up best quality product. Um, we only serve boar's heads meats in our deli section because it is a very great quality of meat with um, much less of the fillers than other deli meats I've seen on the market. So those are um, a few of the things that we have here in the store and if you, you know anybody's interested in seeing more we are located at 2323 South Salina Street uh, diagonally across from People's AME Zion Church and you know come in check us out grab a cup of coffee in the morning. Um, we also do have some cakes that go along with the coffee. We do work at having healthy options with that, serving like, you know, Nutri-Grain bars and things like that. But we also, in our deli, we make a breakfast sandwich. Um, and even the bread that we use in our deli is from a local um, baker, it's Harrison Bakery right over on West Genesee. So um, we're very serious about building a strong sense of community while offering and providing quality products, you know, to the neighborhood. So what do you enjoy most about your work with the food co-op? Interacting with the people, like talking with the people, getting to know the neighborhood even more, um, getting to um, hear people's ideas, because you never know, like, you know, when you come across a diamond in the rough. To me, this is just like an awesome, awesome thing, and I'm so proud and honored and humbled to be a part of it that, like I said, like, I'm still constantly like pinching myself, like, is this real? This is just like, even with all of the challenges, still like totally awesome. <laughs> wow. So tell me your hours. Mm. 
We are open Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Um, our deli uh, sandwiches, that part starts at 11 a.m. and that goes to 7 p.m. Um, but uh, breakfast sandwiches are available at any time. Um, our phone number is 315-214-5999. Um, please feel free to give us a call and um, come stop in and check us out. And, that's what we're all about. You know, we can show you better than we can tell you. Okay, wonderful. Well, Brandy Woolridge, general manager of the Eat to Live Food Cooperative here on South Salina Street in Syracuse. Thank you so much for allowing me to speak with you today. All right, thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. To learn more about the Live to Eat Food Cooperative, you can give them a call at 315-214-5999 or visit their website at www.eattolive.org. 52 Conversations is a production of More About You. Join us next time.